Welcome back to the Last Choice Gamecast, and today, once again, I am joined by Ender. My name is James Ayers. I'm James III, the JT3 on Twitch. But today, big news, Ender. Uh, Call of Duty, you know, always finds a way to get in the news. Everyone's talking about maybe this game's dead. Maybe the game's dead. Well, the game clearly isn't dead. Because one of the ways that it seems Microsoft is trying to push this sale of Activision Blizzard through is by now claiming they will promise to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Uh, what What's your initial promise, thoughts on this? They're, they're, they're promising to keep their agreements with PlayStation to continue the next three Call of Duties to be on the platform. But it, but it does say that... If the acquisition is approved, that they want to continue keeping it on in the future beyond the agreement, specifically Call of Duty. Now, so yeah, I think I think they definitely are going to be doing that. Um, I, I'm one of the ones that says, yeah, what what does that really mean? Like, if I can download Game Pass on the PlayStation and play it through there, like, is that what I'm talking about? Or something like weird there where you can still get it there. Uh, they're not saying anything about other titles that may be coming out. They're just specifically calling out Call of Duty as one. Because uh, I think it, you know it's the top stream game. It's the number one game that's out there right now. Warzone is is the game that everyone wants to talk about and see. And, and um, I think, you know, to show that they're not monopolizing the industry... And keeping it multi-platform and not exclusive to them, it's a step in the direction of the FTC letting the acquisition go through. And I have a feeling that the lawyers are telling him that we need to get out in front of this in the press and let them know that we're no, 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 we're not exclusive in everything. Like, we're going to allow the other people to have a chance, which is kind of weird because Sony's still a above microsoft even after this acquisition so yeah, it's kind of interesting uh, that's right i don't understand you know once again thanks to quick he's uh giving us a lot of uh news here uh microsoft to make changes and allowances in its windows store to ease scrutiny of activision acquisition this is also something they're talking about you know the big the big deal with the the ios store and the google play stores on how much revenue went to this and you know, Game Pass and, and other things, Epic pulling Fortnite from the iOS, I think all this plays to this. But Well the EU you, is a little different. The EU but did you know, different. But did you know that this this app thing was even a, a an issue? So the, like the, the, e, Microsoft, the EU problem? Just the just the Microsoft app thing where they're I mean, they're still relating this to ease the scrutiny of all of this whole act of, you know, this activism. So, so there was, there was a regulatory issue that they had with the EU that I think that's what you're talking about, right? On this. I'm mean, just talking the, about their windows app store. Um, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with that. I know that they had an issue with it in Europe where they were not making it clear enough to um, consumers that they were re-upping their subscription each month. Yeah. And they had a lot of outdated subscriptions that were not being used. And they okay. were pulling tons of revenue in from those subscriptions that had not downloaded a game or had yeah, not done no. anything. So they're forcing them to acknowledge that, make it clearer 
that the games were open, uh, that they had an open subscription to the game. So that was the EU stuff that I talked about. So anything else going on in the App Store, I'm not 100%. No, it's specifically just talking about the App Store, how they dropped their revenue from, you know, where Microsoft only takes 12% versus 30%, which is something that they used, were using against Apple at the time, um, and part of the whole Epic versus Apple lawsuit where they were. But this acquisition of Activision has also caused worry Mm. that they'll give Activision games. And things like that, you know, better splits because they own them and then hurt, you know, any developers and all that. And they've even had like this whole thing with Activision and the FTC involved. It's gotten so deep. It's affecting their own Windows app game store, which I'll be perfectly honest with you. I didn't even know was outside of Game Pass was really used between Epic and Steam and iOS. Well, yeah, I mean, it's used for the exclusives. Like, it's the only way that you're going to download the exclusives through them. So you have to use that that um, app store. Yeah. I, I think, and it's also more relevant in, in Windows 11, I believe. I think they made it more prominent in the operating system there. And then also, if you have an Xbox, you're downloading from the Windows app store every time you have something from the Xbox, yeah. even though it's under the game uh, game pass. pass anyway it's still though the xbox game store the windows game it's the xbox portion of the windows store that's the same way you download your applications in the xbox it's going well, to the windows part. okay so give me this this is i'm i'm so lost on on all of this just for the simple fact that okay microsoft president vice chair brad smith released statements showing interesting commitment in keeping most titles from activision blizzard on both playstation and nintendo that were already there Great. Everyone's saying that, you know, Nintendo and PlayStation, they've put money into these titles. They've helped develop. They've given Activision all this money for whether it was a Destiny at the time they were with Activision. Of course, now PlayStation has gone and bought Bungie. Um, but any games from Nintendo that were on there, I mean, I do find it a little bit funny, my little Xbox fanboy side of me. I think it's hilarious that, that Crash is now Xbox exclusive when it was basically the PlayStation mascot back in the day. Um, you know, that was what they went up toe-to-toe with Mario for a while. So I, I, I find all this humorous, but what I don't understand is that why does it constantly always seem that it's Xbox is the problem, Microsoft is the They're just buying into this. I mean, I, I understand. I'm going to go, this is as simple as I'm going to make it, and, and I want to know your opinion on this. I understand that Spider-Man is a Sony property. I understand that Sony commissioned a game and they were able to make the Spider-Man game, which is very good. But the entire engine that that Spider-Man game runs on and everything that's all about that Spider-Man game is from the Xbox exclusive that Microsoft gave the team money to develop the engine to make a game for Xbox now we will never see that game because Sony bought that company. Now they made Spider-Man off of that engine, and they're able to make those things exclusive. But And everyone says, well, of course. Of course it's exclusive. I mean, half the world didn't even realize Spider-Man was a Sony exclusive in general until the whole MCU Disney versus Sony issue started coming up, and that's a whole movie issue. So, of course, everyone's like, oh, of course. Well, Sony's PlayStation, Spider-Man, Sony, all that makes sense. But what I have a problem with is that every time Sony and PlayStation do something like this, hardly any of their games or, or, or dev teams are organic. They also went out and bought these companies as well. And when they did, it was okay. But every time Microsoft does it, just because it's on a larger scale, it seems to be a, like everyone has a problem with it. And again, 
I go back to this. I keep harping on this. No one's looking at Tencent ever. They're still number one. PlayStation is two, and Microsoft, even with Bethesda and with Activision Blizzard, is number three. And I just don't understand the problem with all of this to the point that the FTC now has to supposedly take a deeper dive into all these issues just because everyone's causing a big uproar. So I understand your point of view, but I think you're narrow scoping it. Oh, I'm sure I said it. So, know, I'm so sure what, 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 what you're looking at is game studio versus game studio. There's Microsoft game studios versus Sony game studios. What you're not looking at is Microsoft versus Sony and Tencent. And Microsoft has a $2 trillion market cap. Sony is a $150 billion market cap. So you know what that means? If Microsoft wanted to, they could just buy Sony. Like at the end of the day, they're mar- they could buy that company in total size. Yeah, I understand. So it's kind of like Disney is, when Disney bought Fox. Correct. So what you're doing is you're putting a, a money mecca behind a, a studio, and then now this studio is going and making deals that the other studios can't do. Like, Sony could not have gone out there and bought them but without w- 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 in cash. But this brings me back to the point of, if you keep poking the bear over 20 years... The bear is going to bite back eventually. And Sony and Nintendo and all this have laughed at Xbox, have laughed at Microsoft. At one point, Sony was ready. They were making commercials about how Microsoft wanted to be online only. This is how we share a game. And all that was good and fun. But this is really the first time Xbox has truly pushed back. But it's also the first time that Xbox has beat them at their own game. So, like, for the longest time, Xbox hadn't beat them. We Do we need to go back to the HD DVD versus Blu-ray wars? Yeah, like, uh, they've lost everything. That was everything. the first time. They've lost it each time. You know, Don't get Xbox, me started. Microsoft no, Zune? HD DVD is the Zune versus, versus <laughs> the iPod. anything. Well, the Zune versus the iPod was there, but the Zune versus the Walkman. Like, Sony Walkman kicked their butt in selling CDs. Yeah. Like it wasn't even it wasn't even MP3 player versus MP3 player. It was like, now nah, I'm gonna keep my CD Walkman because this Zoom sucks so bad. Like there was plenty of them that that they have they haven't been able to win on that front, especially in the gaming world. Like they they had not been winning. But what happened is, um, Microsoft was watching the trends, and I still think it all go all goes back to when Microsoft decided to do software as a service with um, Microsoft Word and Microsoft Office, they saw where the market was going and they knew they needed to get into this this software as a service business. They saw gaming going that way. They're starting to see like they failed in the phone world. They failed in all the other worlds. But gaming has a huge market cap. Gaming is different than it used to be. There's tons of money here now um that that they're trying to tap into and and they got the right group of guys around them to do it like these are gamers like like it's not being run by corporate suits anymore like in my mind it's like it's like they're their own entity they're breaking away from microsoft as this uh you know suit and tie sit in the bottom of the you know the library and code all day business it's not it's not the microsoft we know 
of before. Like, look at their products out there now, like the 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 Microsoft Surface laptop and all the stuff that Microsoft's putting out. Like it's quality stuff that's not the um, you know something that my grandfather used to do his taxes on you know, mm-hmm. 30 years ago. Like they're, they're, they've made the change. And I think buying Activision Blizzard solidifies that change. Like this is the solidification of us moving into the next realm of being a major player in this gaming uh, world. It's us, it's Sony and it's Tencent. We're going to fight now. Like it's, it's a fair fight now. It wasn't before. Now it is. So we're going we're making think. And then, you know, Sony's like, oh, we got to go buy, buy this other company. Tencent's going to be its own thing just because, you know, it, it's, it's owned by China. Like, it, like it's always going to be backed and be a little bit different. And, it, and you're never really going to throw them into that war uh, just because, you know, tomorrow they could throw us, you know, another billion dollars at them and they could buy everybody. Like, that's just how that company's run. Um, but, this is the first step of 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 Microsoft and Xbox Game Studio saying, "Hey, Sony, we're playing now. Like we're yeah. playing in the big leagues." Let me let me bring up some new news articles here. I'm going to flip over here and so Nintendo. Can see this. Like, don't forget about Nintendo. They're, yeah, they're, of course, they're there too. So this article on uh, PCGamer.com, you guys can look it up. Rich Stanton uh, wrote this. Microsoft tries to preempt the regulators by guaranteeing COD will stay on PlayStation. Um, it goes on to talk a little bit about the App Store that I was discussing a little bit earlier. So you guys can read a little bit more in this. But of course, everyone, all everyone really cares about in the gaming world is Call of Duty, right? That's no one cares about this app store stuff, really. It's kind of neat to look about, but Call of Duty. So here, first, some commentators have asked whether we will continue to make popular current content like Activision's Call of Duty available on competing platforms like Sony's PlayStation. The obvious concern is that Microsoft could make this title available exclusively on the Xbox console, undermining opportunities for Sony PlayStation users. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. We are also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful platform. We believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for business. End quote. Now, the, the, the writer here, Richie, goes on to say, hard to say fairer than that, although the more suspicious-minded will point out that this is exactly what any company trying to push through a $68.7 billion deal would say, to which I say, I, I agree with him. It's like they're just trying to say whatever they need to say to make this deal go through, if you're looking at it from the other side. But again... I don't understand if you buy a company and you want to make it exclusive past the initial agreements, you should have the right to make that exclusive. Well, you know, you got You have to keep the playing field competitive. So I can understand like when you have pre-existing agreements from that company to shut those agreements down early just because you bought them. Um yeah, I think the regulators need to get in there and make sure that you don't have some unfair dealings going on. But I agree with where you're at. Like, it's my company. I make the choice. But when you're talking about the amount of money that these guys are at, you do have some regulations in the market that you that you have to watch for. Because you could really be like, uh, you know, you could be killing the smaller companies that are relying on that as well. So it's not just like how does Sony react to it? It's how does the 
contractor that Sony needs to contract out to in the small business that they have to to work this actually work? Like, is he out of a job now? So there's more people involved in this deal than just Sony versus Microsoft. There's contracting. There's other publishing companies. There's all kinds of stuff that are going to be in there. Uh, there's jobs that are on the line of where, hey, we don't need you anymore because the game's not coming to us, so we don't need these people anymore. So um, I think the regulators need to be in there for that. But I think we're asking the wrong question. And, and, and the real question turns into i think you got your mic muted still um the real question what's that is why does microsoft care if they lose a little bit in game sales when they're gonna get all of the micro transactions from the game so so yeah i'm gonna keep it on all of the platforms and i'm gonna take all the micro transactions that happen so yeah, I don't no, make but as remember, much money that's, off that's, of the game sales. That's an issue that that Fortnite and all that went through. If the micros transaction is purchased on the Sony console, Sony get, is supposed to get the money from that. Mm, that's that. That's going to be the real question there. Does Sony get that transaction now, or is that is no one's asking that question? I mean, here's what like, I find funny when you, I don't. I don't see why it would matter. Like if I download a PlayStation game. This is what I would be fighting. If I download the game on PlayStation, I, I, I paid PlayStation the money. I played the developer. I, I bought the game. Now the game is hosted not on any of their stuff. It's on my stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm fronting the cost for them to play now. This game every single day. Free-to-play game, by the way. Like, you think it's just about Warzone. A free-to-play game. Why do I owe you anything in my microtransactions? I don't know. Like that that's that's the war that I want to fight, which is why I think the smoke screen of hey, we're just gonna leave it on all platforms. Yeah, sure. That's not the that's not the battle you're about to have. I mean, but here like I said, I'm I'm beyond frustrated. I do find it funny that the the hardcore Sony fanboys, the Sony ponies as they call them, not not the sensible people out there, but the people that all they everything PlayStation does is gold and everything, every other company, including Nintendo or everybody is just horrible. And PlayStation is the only gaming system that matters to them. First, it was Microsoft needs our money. We sell the most call of duty titles. Well, of course you did. You had the most consoles. Um, Microsoft needs the money. And then when Phil Spencer came out with the Bethesda deal was like, we actually don't need your money. Like we, we will find other ways to make up that revenue to your point, keeping some of the Bethesda games uh, exclusive and then here, of course, Sony is, you know, thanks to Quick, he says here, Sony is Activision's largest customer, delivering 17% of total revenue in 2020, according to the regulatory filing. But like I said, I find it funny these Sony ponies have, have changed their tune, and now it's like, well, they they, they can't remove call. Like they're, it's like they're panicking now that Xbox might actually do it in a few years and pull them. But my question to you, Ender, is, you know, I don't know if you've been noticing a lot of Ghostwire Tokyo ads have started coming out, which is a Bethesda game that Sony already paid the Bethesda team to be exclusive on the Sony platform. And even though Microsoft bought it, they promised they would, you know, agree with the exclusive and it would come out to Sony only. So here I am as an Xbox customer, a new Bethesda game's coming out. Microsoft owns Bethesda and I can't even play the game. Now, what, what I find interesting is that, Sony's been doing this for a while, paying for games, and then if a, if a 
company makes a really, really good game. They've been buying that company, but usually smaller companies. And some of these games have been great, and there's definitely been a number of games over the years I wish I could have played. I can't afford to have two consoles and PC and all that, so I kind of do have to pick my poison. But why does it constantly seem okay for Sony to do this, to buy exclusives? But when Microsoft is like, well, we're just going to buy the whole company. Again, PlayStation fans are looking at this like this is a problem. Microsoft is bad. They're ruining gaming. Ford versus Chevy. Like, it, there's, there's no logic behind it. I mean, like... Like is is there is there is there a big difference between a Ford and a Chevy truck when they're all made in Japan? Like like you know they 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 they're all the same thing. Like at the end of the day, it's a video game. It's built in, but I I don't I don't think it's about the games. I think Microsoft is just showing like, hey, we're gonna honor the agreements because we are the bigger company that's under more scrutiny from everyone, and. If I'm trying to become the gamer's brand, that looks good for me. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it looks good for me to to have my exclusives still on them and have that same story go out where no, you know, sorry guys, Sony didn't let us do it. Yeah, you know, we honored our agreement. And we also honored their agreement and left our stuff over on their platform. Like you're going to start having this brand war issue where they're going to come out on top right now because they're not playing the exclusive game. If they don't play that game and they become more gamer centric and they're like, yeah, you can play it on whatever platform you want. We just love gaming. We're not Nintendo. That's going to go shut down your YouTube video because you made a a mock game or something like that and attack you. We're not Sony. That's going to go after you for every little thing that you might do. We're gamers game. And I think they win in the culture war if they go at it that way, because they're run by gamers. Yeah. Now. now they're not run by everything else. Okay. We're, we're both. But I would like to mention the microtransactions though. <laughs> so, so, so you got to look at this, but Bet- between July and September of last year. Okay. Blizzard Activision one point nine five billion dollars one point five one nine five billion dollars in revenue okay Okay. that's what they had one point two billion of that accounted for microtransactions wow so at the end of the day it's microtransactions that are making the game and then i know you're talking about like oh well sony gets that sony gets a piece of that they don't get the whole transaction. So does their piece get smaller with Xbox owning it? Why would it? Because it's still an Activision game. So it's still, let's say it's half and half. So half of it goes to Sony, half of it goes to Activision. Activision's owned by Microsoft. Which correct, so which is which revenue. is why Sony didn't want to have cross-platform play because they didn't exactly. like they didn't like you know, there was a part of this Epic well, you versus still have to, Apple. Like, Activision's not going to make that deal and say, like, hey, Sony, you get all of our microtransactions. No, it's our payment system or anything. So they're still getting a percentage of that, which means Microsoft now gets the larger percentage. I mean, what's frustrating to me is that is Sony of over the... $1.2 billion dollar Correct. Deal. And Sony has, has clearly been one of the biggest anti-consumer video game brands, in my opinion, in a while. Anti-consumer I mean, brand of all. I mean, Don't look get at, me started on Sony's little micro SD card stick, correct, duo stick they correct. came out with, and that bullshit. 
And don't forget when the Epic versus Apple stuff came out, some of the all the stuff leaked. And one of the things that leaked that Sony tried to sweep under the rug really quickly is that they wanted to have a tax. So at the time, Activision or Bethesda, these these companies made their own games, and they were they were cross platform, you know. But they wanted to say to someone like Activision, "Hey, if you want to, we we are the biggest customer for you," which which they were. I understand. So they wanted to have a tax for companies like Activision that said, if you want to put your games on Xbox or Nintendo or anywhere else, Steam, anything, you have to give us money to allow so you can do it. They wanted an Xbox tax is what it was they were calling it. Oh, I'm I I 100 yeah, they, they, just because they were boasting that. that that they're the bigger user base. Yeah, I could see them doing that in there. And that's why I think That didn't obviously didn't, didn't come to fruition. These companies the more, laughed at it, but yeah. the fact that they even tried the more that I read and the more that Microsoft continues to come out with like, no, we want it to be on platforms, all platforms. I think they're 100% going to agree to that because I think they're playing the long-term culture game and they know that they can make the day take the advantage of it because of how um, money hungry and greedy Sony has been in the past with with just everything Sony does. Yeah. From their TVs to their camcorders, every, they've they've tried to be the apple of everything else and have failed because the the world just didn't take to them as a brand. They were never cool. Like Apple can pull it off because they're the cool brand and the cool kid, and they've always been that way. And they had Steve Jobs backing them that everybody loved. And now they have Tim Cook, which everybody loves like they never had that guy behind them my sony never had that you know they are a very cut and dry business oriented you know japanese company that that has that has roots dug in that they're not gonna break just like nintendo but you know who does have that cool guy that everyone loves me this this (laughs) podcast microsoft microsoft Microsoft, has that guy they do and that guy is a gamer. I believe he sits down in games at night. Maybe not as long as we get to do it, but he does. Yeah. Like, like I, I believe that that actually happens. I believe he still loves gaming. I mean, he games enough that he, on all he games enough that when God of War comes out, he will play it and he will talk yeah. about playing it. And he's not a he doesn't not talk when the next Breath of the Wild he will play it and probably talk about how great it was. Yeah. He doesn't I mean, like, and that's the thing is like, he's, it's, it's not he went on an Animal Crossing podcast. It's not Microsoft. It's Microsoft Game Studios. We're the game studios. We, we are the cool kids on the block now. We're going to make this cool again. You know, and I hate, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, make America great again. Like, no, we're going to make gaming cool again. We're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to screw this I don't up. Want, I, I don't want to confuse him with the Trump of gaming. Come on now. <laughs> Well, if he screws it up, he's going to be the Trump of gaming. Like he's just going to buy everything out and make everything exclusive. He's going to build a wall. You know, who knows what could happen, but that's how, that's how everyone's talking about. It's like, no, no, you're going to exclusive this. You've got a ton of money. You you guys, you guys did bad. No, no, Microsoft. They're going to, they're going to make everything exclusive. I'm like, Microsoft has been putting their software on anybody that wants to walk around forever. Yeah. Microsoft don't care. 
You build some slack jaw home PC, put some Microsoft software on that. I don't care. And I, you know what? Any though, company wants I, to do it. I do believe one of the ways of tiptoeing around this deal and make sure that it gets approved by the FTC is to make sure. I, I think you're on the same page as me. I think Microsoft's ultimate goal in the end, and Phil Spencer's ultimate goal, and it's a seed he has been planning for years, just waiting for the right times to do this, is that. He wants Game Pass on PlayStation. Hands down. He wants it on every platform. He, he wants it on he every wants it on Samsung TV. He wants it on ev- everything and he I, can put I Game think Pass it will, on. He it wants will it on. take Sony's pride getting out of the... And again, it's one of those things. Uh, if, if a PlayStation fan, which they do on Twitter, these these extreme PlayStation fans are like, no, this is, this is horrible. We don't want Game... If I was a, if if all I could afford was the PlayStation, I had a, all my friends played on PlayStation, right? And I was playing the Call of Duties and the PUBG or whatever I play just on PlayStation. And all of a sudden, I got a chance of like, man, Game Pass might come to our console. I'd be I'd be like, this is awesome. I I'd be excited. So I don't understand the pushback and the hate for this even being a thought. Why does because a, I I don't I don't think. I don't think Sony is catering towards their masses. They're catering towards their 10% fanboy because I think they are that. I think they are in the, I mean, like you kind of got to go back. It's, it almost feels like the, the beginning of the Apple wars, you know, when, when, when you had Apple versus everybody else and, and, and they let Apple walk through the door because they were so stuck up that, that this other company couldn't do it different. There's no way that this this different thing could happen. And you let this company erupt. The, actually, the better side, actually the better story to this is Starbucks. <laughs> I'm being 100% serious. If you ask, like, if you, like, anyone listening to this podcast may have to ask their parents' parents. But uh, if you ask your parents, like, where they got their coffee, they're going to say McDonald's. Like, that's what they're going to say. Everyone got their coffee from McDonald's. You pulled to the drive-thru, you got your 99-cent coffee, and you drove away. Unless like, you're in the Northeast. The place. They went to, Unless they you're in went the to Dunkin'. Dunkin'. Yeah, you're going to get Dunkin' or McDonald's. So McDonald's and Dunkin' let Starbucks happen because they refused to change. They refused to serve a latte. They had all these stores out there all ready to go. And if they had a just, and now what do they sell? Frappuccinos, lattes, all that stuff. But they didn't believe in the market. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And that's Sony right now. Now there's no way this is going to happen. There's no way. And I just think their uh, their their management is just saying, ah, oh, software as a service isn't going to get there. Oh, this Game Pass thing isn't going to do it. Oh, this isn't going to happen. And Microsoft's like, no, we're just going to keep doing our thing, and we're going to win this war. Well, and the- and the gamers are going to start coming around to it and being like, well, what do you, what do you, I can, I can play MLB 2k on, on my game pass before Sony can get it. Like hmm. the show, like you're already starting to see MLB, the show like these little pieces break through an exclusive game. Like I had a PlayStation for God of war and the show. That was it. Now the show's over there, and God of War's on PC. Yeah, no, for sure. You're telling me that your exclusives aren't starting to break down, Sony? 
All right, now I want to break your heart a little bit here, Andrew. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change, change uh, stories here on you. I want to do this. Let me flip it up here. Here's the headline, and you know that U.S. Bobber Jay himself is laughing. You already got your heart broken by Call of Duty. Now your heart's getting broken by it's Halo. It's not broken. It was right? crushed. <laughs> Here's the headline. It's, it's, by, it's, been, it's not even back yet. It's on, been so on Kotaku, Ari Notice here says, the headline, Halo Infinite Xbox numbers slip behind Roblox. I don't How? even know what Roblox is. It's a game that kids play. It's like a Minecraft competitor. On Steam, it quickly closed in on almost 300,000 concurrent players when it released. Now the game is lucky to get 10,000 concurrent players, which barely keeps them... Farming simulators beating it. Which barely keeps them in the top 100. Ender, what has happened and what... I mean, this is, I, I have played the Halo campaign four times. I've played a lot of multiplayer, not as much as you. I love it. I, I think it's a blast. I, I genuinely do love the game. But in today's world, where streaming and concur- concurrent players and, and the run on this, especially with Halo being a multiplayer game that has a campaign, it's not the campaign comparing to God of War, Spider-Man, that's a flash in the pan and everyone moves on. It is being compared to Call of Duty, and it always has been, even if it's lower. What it, does Microsoft not care, and they just keep staying the course and and adding to Halo, and moving on, or what? What do you think needs to happen? What do they, What do they got to do? Oh, um, that hurts me. I don't really want to talk about this. <laughs> um, I I think. If if you go back to when Halo was released, okay, it just got released. Like it didn't. There was no build up. There was no. It was like one day we didn't have Halo. The next day we had I mean, a bunch what, of we're things about, saying it's about, like been out for about two months now, right? Yeah, yeah. But but it was like one day we didn't have it. The next day we had speculation it was coming, and then it dropped. Free to play. Multiplayer. Got to buy the campaign. Um, Right as the Call of Duty downturn started. So in my mind, it was a strategic play to launch a game that wasn't ready with all of its content to try to grab a user base that was leaving... Especially game. with especially with a failed battlefield at the same time. With, with a failed battlefield at the same time. So we had battlefield like wiped off the planet, like non-existent. Like I made the joke of farming simulator there. You saw the stats. Like farming simulator outsold them. As soon as the as soon as the, how bad the streamers that were being paid to play battlefield, which we all know is a thing, yeah. they there was no one streaming it anymore. As soon as no. that contract was over. No. And and then you had I think you had a, another thing that was happening. You had that happening. You had the timing of them releasing the Halo Championship Series back at the same time. Right before they wanted that out before the Call of Duty League came back. Yeah. 
So they had to launch the game before it. So there's another piece. They needed to get the championship series out before Call of Duty series came back. So they timed that to be out before them. They built the game around the championship series. Like that was what they're pushing to get out there. So if you really want to look at it, that's what they're building it around a multiplayer game to get the championship series around. So you have those two things. You push it out. I don't think the add on content was ready. And if I'm going to guess they've missed deadlines on launching content. I mean, now. season season two doesn't even come out until May, which basically is a refresh of the, you know, yeah. they're going to, they're going to change a lot. And the it's way really the just XP season works. one again. Yeah, correct. Uh, but they are going to change the way the XP works. They are going to change kind of the awards and the microtransactions. Side so of it was it. a hell of a grind. And the microtransactions yeah, were horrible. way overpriced and then, way overpriced. and then it's going to add co-op to campaign. Yeah. So, which is fine. So I think the, but what I think it doesn't the way add the game com- is forge. That's not till yeah, late that's in summer. The, that's the piece that I think is is that they missed. Like I think 100% Forge is their battle royale. You get that content for creators where they can play the levels created by their the by their community. They can go out and make their own levels. They can build it. You have so much you can do when you have control over all the maps that you're going to make infinite possibilities of playing. Like, can't you see like Tim and and doc out there, like doing some like fan poll, even doc said, well, the the championship league said they're going to have a competition for the, the, uh, everyone making a map and they're going to play it in the championship series. So they've already got like forge set up for that. I think they just missed the content. So and and this is something that that I'm hoping Blizzard can help them with. But what what does adding forge to you does it does it put does it put and I mean I look at it this way. It doesn't Halo it doesn't put you Halo back above. Halo blew up is more well known, better marketing because it had money to market. But Halo has been no more a flash in the pan than Splitgate was. No. There was a good solid month, month and a half, where they were blowing out numbers. They blew up, and it 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 died. I'm not saying that it's a top game. That's not my argument. My argument is that Halo came in at the right time. And what's the one thing you said about Splitgate? There just really isn't enough here. Once I kind of grind but through, Splitgate it doesn't have the ability to put the stuff there. I understand that. So even so like, like with Forge coming, does does Forge is Forge enough for you? And my my real question is is it's going to go back to the battle royale, which everyone on our channel that's a Halo fan thinks it doesn't need. My argument is that it's not that it that I think that it is, that it needs it. My argument is that our world is almost run by the streamers and what they like to play and the audience that they get that makes people want to play the game more and it grows the communities. Is the traditional Slayer four v four six v six multiplayer is it is it just not as entertaining to watch is it is it dead except for watching pro tournaments and stuff well i i don't i just i if a battle I royale drops where goal, does it, where i does don't it, think your goal has to be to beat call of duty but if if halo drops a battle royale are they in the top three conversation immediately? maybe i mean maybe if it's I, good, I don't know. obviously they can be, know. it can be bad, right? But like I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be Battlefield. Like I, I don't know what that's going to do, but I don't think you're you're. I, I, at the end of the day, 
you're comparing apples to oranges. Where's where's Vanguard? Yeah, that's my where's that's, Vanguard. But that's even like, even as like Warzone Halo, being a flop, it still has high numbers. Correct, but but I'm not gonna compare my non battle royale to the number one battle royale. Well, my real question is like, like you're, Fortnite you're talking versus about getting, Call of Duty is there, about, but where's Vanguard versus Halo right now? Halo's beating them. Okay, but here's here's the thing with no content. Co op co op comes to campaign in May. So for the first two weeks, everyone jumps back yeah, in. You're going to have a pop. That's they run, but as pop. soon as they run through the campaign, they, if they're only campaign players, they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep running it over and over. I mean, there are groups. There's a small community that does yeah, until, it. Well, you're going to get speed runs. You're going to get all Correct. the different stuff but levels. It, we're not talking this. about 50,000 players. But that that's where Forge it. is going gonna, is gonna to bring them back. So you Forge think is gonna bring Forge that back 100%. will sustain yes. the community to a higher maybe in a top the, 20 in the 4v4 6v6 slayer type game if we're comparing those games yes because everything people want in those games is more maps and better maps and different in different uh like i want like i just want back as a player i want rockets only i want swords only i want to play the crazy modes that we had before I want Forge back. I remember playing Forge, and but I want I, Forge again, back. Again, you say this is my argument, Enders. You're constantly everyone's like, "I want this because I had this. I want this because I had this." They're again not really doing anything new. So my argument, but you to, don't have to do it new. But my argument to you is that, in my opinion, the biggest games are battle royale games right now. It doesn't mean ten years from now they will be. Maybe something else comes along. But I think the only but way why to bring does Call it of need Duty to be is, the biggest game this is my fight i didn't to say you. it needs to be the biggest, biggest game, game. it just needs game. to be up there in the bigger games it is why, in my opinion a battle royale a successful battle royale will sustain a player base longer than a successful forge will but if i'm microsoft and i own the greatest battle royale out there right now i don't need halo to be the greatest battle royale out there anymore. I just need Halo to be Halo. And to be the thing everyone wants it to be, which is a 4v4 Slayer game that we all love. I don't need it to be anything other than that. You don't need it to be. I no, understand that. I also need don't need it to be. But the which one sustains a larger player base? That's but my question. I, I don't understand why that is like the, the everyone looking at it is like, what's the larger player base? Well, how what's what's the actual goal behind the game for the player base that they built it for? Okay, so would you so like, as like, a Halo the, fan, as a Halo fan, which I have much shame that you have not finished the campaign or played it. Um, but as a Halo I fan, I never cared about the Halo would anyway. Would you yeah. rather them put resources into growing this campaign out that they talk about? Or continuing with the same multiplayer stuff that we've always had. I want to see them put it into continuing to build out the content around their multiplayer game. Coming out with new content, new maps, doing the things that they do best. Then putting it into the campaign that they're going to have. Because I'm a multi... I, I love their multiplayer. I get... That Halo's biggest draw is their campaign. Their co-op campaign, 
I can't wait for it. I'll play I'll play co-op campaign multiple times. I won't I mean, play solo I campaign. If you want me to carry you through it, I understand. I mean, like when you get a real multiplayer person out there playing a campaign, it's not fun anymore because I'm just too good. Crank that bitch all the way up. It's it's not a competition anymore cuz I'm used to playing players that can think. Like not a bunch of people that are pre-programmed. Like I'm used to playing players that can think. Okay, we'll see. So but we're going like, to have an ender kill like, cam on this co-op playthrough. Like at the end of the, that's I'm not going to die a lot at all. Like you'll be you'll be shocked at how good that'll be. We'll crank it all the way up. Let's go. Yeah, of course. But you're also talking about a guy that played World of Warcraft for a long time for the PVP, which no one plays it for. It's all end content, but I was an arena player because guess what? All that other shit's pre-programmed. A human versus a human is not pre-programmed. That's where your skill comes out in the game. Now, Call of Duty has lost, in my personal opinion, Call of Duty lost their multiplayer when they went to 6v6. They had to kept it 4v4 and 5v5. They're fine, but they bumped it to 6v6. And that's where they started losing their multiplayer. Now, the second the next Modern Warfare game comes out, I'm going to drop Halo like a bad habit, and I will be back to you Call of You think you're going to keep playing Halo all the way through until November? Yeah. If they don't fix the Royale, Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. I love Halo, but there's only I mean, a couple I, of I mean, I'll have that. I've got Lost Ark that's going to be out. I'll dive into Lost Ark before I go back to Call of Duty until they fix the game. Now, there are some, like, hints out there that Vanguard's coming back and all that other kind of stuff. Or Verdansk. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, Verdansk. Sorry, not uh, Vanguard. Verdansk is coming back because 20 of the skins can only be gotten in Verdansk, the operators. Um, so the, there's all this like light at the end of the tunnel and all the other things that we're talking about. But if we're going to compare competitive shooter to competitive shooter, Call of Duty's not in the conversation as the top games. Halo is making a surge coming back. And I think in the competitive shooter realm uh, to possibly start competing with the CS goes again and the Valorants. I think you're closer to them uh, with, with less of a skill gap. So I'm a less skilled player. Cause I am not as skilled as the Valorant players. I'm not as skilled as the CS go players. Like I give them all the props in the world. Like that's no aim assists, keyboard and mouse. Like not my game, uh, but they're, they're, they're top end players. But we're talking about competitive shooter. Halo is the competitive shooter. So I'm not surprised to see people come play and swing off. And then they're going to come back and play and they're going to swing off. That's what happens to competitive shooters. It's never going to be the top at the top of it. Do I think they could, you know, dust off the chief, put them in a battle Royale and, and, and be at the top of it and pay for streamers and do all that kind of stuff. Sure. But what, what, why does Microsoft want to do that now that they own the top one? Now, Whoa. if they decide to do that, the competition within their own organization. Ooh, we could get some good games because now they're going to be fighting each other and neither one of them wants to uh, back down to the other one. So now we got real competition happening inside the same game studio. Well, different game studio, but in the same company. 
fighting to be the top dog within the company. I'd like to see that. Hey, I would personally just like to see uh, 343, and once this acquisition goes through, say, hey, Raven, but I will say, why don't you stop making Warzone and come make a Halo Battle Royale? I will say some of their latest game modes have had very Battle Royale-ish mechanics. Gameplay. Mechanics and gameplay. Um, you know, all of a sudden there's a circle that's never happened in Halo before that's closing down on you. Never seen that before. Why would you be testing that? Like, why would that be a mechanic that you want to do? Why would you be playing these mini things? So, yeah, I think it's there. Um, but I think you're you're they're they're fighting in different worlds. Um, I I I hope we get the player base back, but I think we will get the player base back, the casual player back with Forged. Um, I think we'll get some of them back with a campaign for a, for a short period of time. I think you get like a month. And then when Forge comes out in the summer, you're going to get that next bump. But they really have to figure out their content strategy in their multiple seasons to make it worthwhile to stay around. Because no offense, like grinding out to get the samurai skin was not worth the grind. Wasn't like it, it wasn't. I mean, gr I grinded to a hundred, and I didn't even realize what I got out of it. Um, you know, so they don't have that stuff down. But when it comes to like ranked play, I'm playing Halo for ranked. Like that. That's the that's the the drive right now is is solar solo controller ranked grind. Well, Ender, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. I hope people in the comments will uh, let let you know that you're wrong and Halo needs a battle royale. Um, so if you guys not, watched no, 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 and you no, made no, it all the way through this, we're not gonna end with that. <laughs> no one's saying that they. I'm saying they don't need one because the game is fine where it's at. But could they crack into the top game of the year conversation? If they had one, it's possible. But can Forge put them in the top game of the year conversation? No. There you go. No, I, I don't think it does. But I, I also don't think that the, I don't think finding another Halo in a in in a system did that. I think it was a bump to sell a bunch of stuff, and you got you got a great multiplayer Slayer game back that doesn't have me wondering if everybody's cheating every other turn around every time i turn the corner true all right guys well thanks for watching we'll catch you next week where i believe we're going to dive into a little dr disrespect news we'll see you guys on tuesday